welcome to Grains and Grace Podcast. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm John the Lame Man. And I'm Ryan the Grumpy Loser. That's my Eeyore voice. Oh boy, just me here to rain on your parade. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. Uh, glad you're listening. Uh, we're getting some new people listening, some new followers, so we're really excited about that. Um, remember, if you, if you like us, you like hearing us, you like what we're doing, uh, you can follow us, You know, invite other people uh, to, to check us out, and if you have any comments for us, you know, you can comment at Grains and Grace Podcast at Outlook.com. Absolutely. And um, what I'm also doing now, if you're a Facebook person, I know this doesn't apply to everyone now, but we are always going, that's going to be a good hub. If you aren't a big podcast person or you don't regularly, you know, listen to podcasts on Apple or Spotify or Anchor, you can always go to us on our Facebook page. Whenever we upload something new podcast-wise, you'll always find it there. So if you're of a certain generation, may I say maybe the older generation, where Facebook is where you do most of your online... Is that old for old people now? I'm starting to find out, too. Yes. I, it's so weird. I was in college when Facebook was like at its height. It was just for college students. We had our own little place, and it's cool. You could see all the pictures from the night before, and now it's like your Aunt Gertrude sharing pictures <laughs> of her flower garden. Did you get my like on Facebook? Yeah, it's more of a we, – we, quite frankly, I think we take part in Facebook because of the necessity for it. But Yeah, yeah. That's just a quick uh, social media aside, but, John, we're taking a break from what we've been doing right yeah we've been reading in romans and we're going to take a, a side break hopefully we can get this particular one done in one episode but uh as me and ryan looked over that's terrible grammar just said, uh as we were just looking over uh the lord's prayer uh we thought man we can't like just jump straight into the lord's prayer we gotta like talk about some of these verses before the lord's prayer yeah so I don't know if we're going to get through it in one episode. It might be a two-episode kind of deal. We're two-episode kind of people. I'm starting to feel that way. But So the Lord's Prayer, you probably heard it. You probably said it. You probably have it memorized. Um, at our church, we say it during every single service. It's part of our liturgy. It's part of something that we do on a weekly basis because we think it's that important. Yeah. Well, I'm praying before we get into that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we uh, uh, crack one of these uh, little grains part of the the show open uh, today. We have uh, you want to introduce it because you've actually had this before. We did. We went back to Boulevard because Boulevard is a fine brewing company out of Kansas City, but I think both of us were maybe a little disappointed by their KC Pills. It wasn't uh, the worst experience, but. There were no fireworks going off. There were no fireworks for me going off. Uh, it, it, and I've had Boulevard before, but it just when I somebody says they're going to giving me a pilsner, I expect a pilsner, not a pils. This good. Well, here we are having something right now. This has IPA right in the name yes. of it. So, so I'm expecting hops. So it it is what it says it is, and it's their Space Camper, their Cosmic IPA. And I can actually know a little bit about this one. I can actually go. It's a 
they use galaxy hops, or the specific type of hops that are used in the Cosmic IPA. You see galaxy cosmic space. Yeah. Camper. So what's going on? What is it like? I, a am I? Are, is this like a Star Wars? Is what they drink on Star Wars? Or? I find the galaxy hops, and if I ever see it advertised, I usually know I'm going to enjoy that IPA. I feel it's a little bit more fruit forward in the flavor. It's a little more easy drinking. It's not the aggressive like. I'm doing this because I hate myself, and I'm doing penance through my beer drinking. Oh, no. It's an enjoyable, hoppy experience. Yes. Because so, one, one, there's one uh, beer that we will probably never have on here. At least I hope we don't. But it was called Steamboat, I think, or Anchor Beer. Oh, Anchor. That's actually a very popular idea. I cannot stand that. Out of Anchor, uh, uh, San Alaska. Francisco. Oh, no, different one. Saying, there's yeah. A... Oh, maybe it was Alaska. I can't remember, but... <laughs> I had that, and I was like, well, this is garbage. I did not like that. So Well, I hope. This one tickles my taste buds, and I hope it does the same for you. Do you want to crack these open Let's right try now? That is wonderful. That's what I was hoping to hear. There was a moment where I thought you were, like, rethinking your thoughts in real time. Oh, I want to say that is – it, that hoppiness, the hops in that is fantastic. Boulevard Brewing Company, Space Camper, uh, you guys nailed it on this one. This I, is fantastic. This I, is a fantastic yeah. IPA. I think they know it because since the Space Camper, I think maybe about four years ago is when this was released. Uh -huh. There's been different variations of it too. So you know when a company starts playing with their base one, they're like, okay, yeah. people like this. Now let's see you know, what we're yeah. going to do based off. And it was a fun, you know, I'm the artwork on the beer can kind of guy. It looks yeah, like there's a little ginger girl in a space, uh, spaceman's outfit. Oh, man, this is great. I'm partial to IPAs and I'm partial to the beautiful redheaded Well, girl. this is, if you're going to, if you've never had an IPA and you're going to try an IPA, this is this is like a good intro IPA. I yeah. mean, this, it, in fact, it might ruin you from other IPAs. Yeah, don't go for one that's like Hop Slam or something like yeah. that, which does exist, because you're going to get slammed with hops. You're just floating through space, just having a chill time. How do you think it compares to um, the, was that the KC Beer Company? We had an IPL? No, that was the, uh, oh, KC Beer Co Company Co. Uh, that was their Mandarina IPL that we had. In yeah, very so that was a lager, this is an ale, but... I'd say taste wise, they aren't too far off. They're yeah, good, and those were both good. Mm -hmm. Of course, again, we're fans of Kansas City, of course, but yeah, uh, those are those are our two big brewing companies here. Hey, good moment. Where are you from? When you're responding to us, tell us where you're listening from. Do you have a local brewery that you want us to uh, check out? That might be a good. Yeah, we'll try. We'll try it. In fact, if you'd like to send us a six pack. To try on air. Yeah, we need a PO box now. <laughs> yeah, don't we, we do. Yeah. yeah, we need a PO box. You know what? Don't send it to us yet, folks. Uh, we'll have to get a PO box for it. But uh, no, if you if you have something that you want us to try, we're more than happy. I mean, we're just when we do this show, we just randomly pick things. I picked this one. I had never had it before, and then turns out Ryan had. But I, I was glad because I think it gave some. You were able to talk about it a little bit, and then and then you get to see my reaction to it. I'm a little Which, broken. I worked at a uh, liquor store. I was building my business and needed a part-time job, as people oftentimes do when they're establishing a new career. And I learned a lot about a lot of different beers. So 
unfortunately, unless we do something hot off the press, I probably try a lot of the you ones that we're it. going to. But, well, that's, uh, I still think we ought to start making our own brew. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. That's something we, we're getting so far ahead, but we were talking about YouTube in our last one. We have plans for YouTube, and I think our brewing process would be a fun thing for us to do in video. That's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, let us know if that sounds interesting, y'all. Uh, 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 remember, you can comment on anything we say at Grains and Grace Podcast and Outlook.com. And uh, let us know when we are throwing these ideas out there. We want to hear from y'all and, and, and tell us, you know, what you think, or if you're like, "Hey, that's a stupid idea," which wouldn't surprise me if it is a stupid idea. Because remember, we're two armchair theologians, mm -hmm. just drinking beer, reading the Bible. Yeah, and when we do these two podcasts in a row, it's uh, double beer duty. So we're, yes, yes, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we start doing four of these in a row. We'll, you'll really start yeah, noticing yeah. the like, quality uh, goes this down. This is terrible show he's not even talking about with but that being said john i've got a question for you okay let's hear it how are you with prayer i'm terrible with prayer. i'm i'm, a, I'm so bad at prayer they say prayer is a spiritual gift and it absolutely is and it's one that i didn't get an abundance of i pray i enjoy i have very worthwhile valuable prayer time but it is not a second nature thing to me. I don't no. find it easy. It's not something I go to as often as I should. But yeah. I know people, and I'm sure you know people, who are what they would call a prayer warrior. Someone who, that's their first response to everything. I'm going to pray for you right now. And you know they're going to do it. It's not yeah. a thought. And, and have you ever heard their prayers out loud? Yeah. And and like then with somebody that is good at praying and and you know like sometimes men are there's men that are really good at prayer and they'll be like they'll put their hand on you and they'll be praying for you and you're just like man i really think like like mm -hmm. wow you like it's powerful you know and uh i'm not that i'm no. not that at all i'm not good at prayer i usually i'm got we're doing this on the lord's prayer normally when i pray i just pray the lord's prayer i mean every word of it Mm -hmm. But I just pray the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Lutherans, we aren't always as hands-on-y as like, you know, laying on of hands, yeah. although it's absolutely a biblical practice, yes. which I think we take for granted sometimes. I believe James chapter 5 affirms that. Yeah. But there was one time I was having, if anyone volunteers with your church, your time and works in any capacity, you know it's fulfilling and rewarding, but you also know it can really take a lot out of you. It can be stressful. It can wear you out. And one time in my working with the youth ministry, it was, I believe, a Wednesday night or a Sunday. I think it was a Sunday when we were working with our junior high kids. A parent saw that. It was one of those prayer warrior mothers. Yeah. And she took me off to the side. She's like, Ryan, can I, can I pray with you? And of course, I'm not going to turn down prayer. But she like embraced me in a hug and prayed. It, it sounds so weird i don't know why it sounds weird but at first it was like, Lutheran. and i didn't know her i've been uh, but you know if you were an assemblies of god that would be weird you know i spent my time in the non-denominational that's sure that's true yeah that's true. i've had all yeah, kinds yeah. of weird experiences <laughs> but i think i but it was just that her first response was can i pray for you i feel like you need it and the second thing was she just immediately wrapped me up or it's kind of yeah. like fight club when uh the big guy's hugging and yeah. he like nestles him in his like male bosoms and yes. yeah I felt like I was just like in this like thanks for that terrible image by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
folks, don't watch Fight Club tonight, please. That's tomorrow, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Not yeah tomorrow. That's <laughs> but yeah, it was just this weird, warm embrace from someone. But I knew that something real was happening. This prayer was important. I was just like, I was so impressed. That she had the boldness to ask and to just go out and say, "Nope, this is what's happening. We're we're praying now." That's yeah. It baffles me when like reading. I think you and me, we are almost um, like education or scientific sometimes to the way we approach our faith. Yes, I can read the Bible. I can dig into. It, I can cross reference. That I find fascinating. Fa- yes, and enjoyable. Yeah. And, but, and it's interesting because sometimes the same people that are really awesome prayer warriors, that's not necessarily – that's their strength and and delving in and cross-referencing that and, and you know getting into the theology of stuff. You know, that's not their strength. I think that that's really cool because that speaks to the fact that God created us to be a family of God and we all have these strengths to build each other up because, I, you know, like, like you – I'm not a great prayer person. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be, a, I want to pray. Yeah. Just not good at it. You no. know, it's not my forte. And like I said, I default to the Lord's prayer when I, you know, to pray. And, and when a person that can pray comes along and does that and they have such an amazing gift and you can sense it, and you know, it, and you're just, I, you know, I think it's awesome, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, and I know you got more, but I, I want to ask, on that is there something with prayer where sometimes people use prayer in a wrong way right like um, like there can be awesome like you know a good a, mm-hmm. pray, a prayer person you know like, man that person like that the, the prayer of a, of a fervent person I availeth much I think is a, I don't remember where that's from but um, do you think there's people that use prayer as a way to gossip. I have heard gossip in prayer, and I wish I could give one. Well, I don't want to give a specific because I don't want to like rat. Yeah, then you're gossiping, out. right? Yeah. But yeah, have you ever heard someone like, let's pray for let's pray for Susie because Susie's having a hard time right now, and you all get together and you're praying for 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 little Susie Q, but at some point you're like saying. Oh, poor Susan. She just can't get any. Like, but somehow you're like, yeah, okay, okay, everything. I got it. I got it. Here's it. Okay, so Susie, let's stick on Susie for a minute. So, I apologize. I know. It's yeah, Susie if there's out a there. Susie, yeah, sorry, I know Susie there is a Susie yeah. listening right now. So we we apologize, Susie. But uh, yeah. Oh, okay. We're so we're in a prayer circle, and, and you'll get one of these. Like, I just want to pray for for Susie and her husband right now, who are going through a really hard time. I can't really uh, say any more than that, but. We need to keep our prayers with them. Mm-hmm. Wow, you just like gossiped <laughs> right in a there. really like using God as a cover for your like you wanted to talk about something. Not good. You could say I have a friend whom I will not name. <laughs> yeah, there was more you wanted to get out of that moment. Were you really caring about that person when you brought it up, or were you yeah. wanting to be like, "Hey guys, I yeah, guess I what some, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know something." So. I think that I think that prayer uh, sometimes people use it like for the wrong reason, but for the most part, you know, I gotta say, yeah, I definitely met those Christians who have a gift, who have a gift in in the in prayer and and know how to just they just something about them they just they're prayer people, and it's really cool. But 
and, and, and so this is what I would say because there are some people that would say, um, well, but the Lord's Prayer is just an example prayer yeah. of how we're supposed to pray. And I disagree with that. I do think that when I pray the Lord's Prayer, when we pray the Lord's Prayer on a Sunday morning, that's a real prayer. Yeah. I may not know how to come up with my own words all the time of how to talk to God, but thankfully Jesus has given me a prayer to pray. Yeah. And when I have that, because I get that feeling, I want to pray and I have it, but like, I don't know what to say. And Jesus has given me these words, our father who art in heaven. And well, and what I would like to do, and maybe we'll do this at the end because when we talk about spiritual gifts, some people got praying teachings, one of mine. So I'm a person who likes to teach. So maybe at the end, when we get done discussing the Lord's prayer, I can kind of give an example of how I teach this to my high school or to my junior high yeah, that would be students yeah. and how we apply, how we can take that format and sort of apply it to, to our own lives. So it, and it, it can be a format it yeah. can, it, because it start it's, it's, it's like we do now. Uh, it, you know, all I can think of is like, well, it's in the, it's in the Lutheran tradition and the, the Anglican tradition and probably reformed Presbyterian tradition. But uh, there's, preset written prayers and it always has the same format that is laid out in the Lord's prayer where, where it starts out with a thanksgiving and a praise of declaring who God is. Yeah. yeah and then it goes through this format. Um, the so, Lord's prayer, as you were saying, it's a legitimate prayer. We say it in church, it is a worthwhile prayer to be included yes. in there, but it's also left, I don't want to say vague, but it's enough to where you can make it personal to you when you're thinking through it on a Sunday morning and you're reciting it you don't have to just oh, or say it again and just read through you can in real time think through each one of these sections and make it fresh and new to you every single time you're reciting through the Lord's Prayer yeah well that's that's where I would that's where I would go with this personally where I want to go with this conversation because that's exactly my experience is the Lord's Prayer has been for me the word, number one, the go-to words for me. It is the prayer I pray. It is what I pray. When I, it's not that I don't have other prayers. Yeah. I do. Of course I do. But not like a prayer warrior. But, but what I would say about the Lord's Prayer is, it is, it's the prayer Jesus gave us. It is the best prayer. I'll go as bold as that. Not because it's the one I pray. No, it's because it's the one Jesus gave us to yeah. pray. <laughs> and, um, and and more importantly, in the Lord's Prayer, as we start to dissect it, um, I think what you're going to find is the entire Christian message is wrapped up in the Lord's Prayer. Well, that's convenient. Yes, it's very convenient because... Uh, there is so much theology that you can unpack from the Lord's Prayer. These simple words, you know, we could recite it. Let's just recite it, you know. Um, now, there's several different versions, depending on what gospel you're reading, and then depending on tradition, too. You, you want to recite? Because I'll be so, reading the actual scripture in a moment. So yeah. you want to just read it as we would say it on a so Sunday So this is how morning. we would say it on a Sunday morning. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yes. Now, uh, if you were to read different uh, different uh, versions in the Gospels, you know, there's going to be some changes and nuance and changes in wording. I think we touched on this a little bit. Like, this doesn't mean this is a contradiction in the Scripture. Um, you know, once again, Jesus was an itinerant pre a preacher. And if the idea that you, th if you think that he only said something once is profoundly uh, mistaken. You know, the idea that a preacher only preaches a sermon once. I remember my the church we grew up in, my mom, uh, she said that there were a couple sermons that she remembers she had heard several, because she went there so long that, you know, he would, the preacher would preach this sermon again. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that one from 10 years ago. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's just a guy that works there every day. You know, you figure Jesus is walking around town to town preaching the gospel, you know, and, and we recall that, that in the gospel of John, that I think it was John, that John said that if, if I were to write down every single thing Jesus did, there wouldn't be enough books, you know, like you couldn't fill it up. The point is, I mean, Jesus gave probably similar sermons, similar story. There was a similar theme because he's going from town to town preaching on this stuff. And so, and so, I, you know, I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't bother me. I don't think it takes away at all. I think it actually, to me, shows that we're actually getting real historical gospel accounts of what Jesus was doing. Um, so, so when you come across those kinds of things, have an open mind and think about it in a bigger picture. Uh, they're not contradictions. They're they're gospel writers writing their particular moment when they first hit it for them, and, and God's using that to write this now. I agree. The idea that this was only one time ever that he talked about the <laughs> Lord's Prayer. or yeah. But this was a very interesting, now the specific point in time and place where the Gospels outline this occurring, there is a specific time and place. Now, of course, he probably preached it elsewhere, but this is something that... I bet you're familiar with this, the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, yes. of course John is familiar with it, but I just wanted to like test him real quickly in some basic knowledge. The Judatudes, which occur in Matthew chapter 5 through 7. boy. Boom. Oh, that's boastful. We've talked about that Yep, time. John boasted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but boast in God, if you're going to boast. Um, yeah, I don't that's think right. That's, Paul said that. I, think I don't think that's that. actually what he means yeah, by I that. I don't think that is. But, <laughs> but this is the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. So this is one of Jesus' big, like, he was doing things. He had some miracles going on. But this is like... A, this is the theme of his ministry. Yes. I mean, what he what he preaches here is like, this is the crux. You know, like the, the parables and I, I, this is, and this is my opinion. Uh, I, I want to make that clear. This is my opinion based on reading the Gospels and the way I get it, but the, 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 the Beatitudes, the, the Blessed Sermon on the Mount, right, is like the, this is the thing. Like, here, here's a concise way to think about all this other stuff I'm doing in this ministry. Between the parables, the healings, everything else, referring back to prophecies and 
pointing to the future and scripture, da 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 da. It all comes down to these two chapters, this sermon, this prayer within this sermon. This is Christianity. This was. This is God's plan. This is what uh, it looks like to um, live a God-centric life. Yeah. And he was in a place, he was on this mount, so it was an elevated space. Obviously, we didn't have fancy sound system. We didn't have auditoriums where people could come and hear well. So he went to this elevated space because people were starting to follow him, not just meet where he was going, but they would, you know, like the Grateful Dead, they'd be like, hey, you hear Jesus going to this town? It's kind of like, he would have almost groupies following him. So yeah. this was the big moment where he was making, like, his first big, Imagine a band's first time being at Red Rocks Amphitheater or something. Yeah. Or the first big show where people are really going to hear you or yeah. a glass of air. You're, like, you're finally, like, you've been out there, but now you got a big audience and you're getting a chance to lay out everything and Wow. To you, you know, you just made a really good point, too. Like, uh, the Red Rocks thing. So, like, people play there because of the acoustics. Yeah. So do you think, like, that's – is that what you're saying? Like, there was this, like, also this – as I understood um, it, there's there was this natural acoustics that were maybe there that like it could carry because you kind of wonder like if you've got five thousand people uh -huh. sitting here, you know, it's like could they have really heard Jesus, you know, five thousand deep with no microphone in the right acoustical setting? Absolutely, they've tested it, yeah. And I've actually read. I don't know if they're really certain what mount this took place on, but uh, it was probably he probably wasn't the only person to give an announcement from this particular location it's probably a place where other prophets and teachers have probably huh, met so yeah. it's probably a place people are used to gathering to some degree but it's like jesus got the mic now it's his time yeah. and we're going to do something different today and there's a lot of places like that in nature that you can find that have natural acoustic abilities to uh kind of you know elevate the the sound naturally yeah uh there's lots of places like that and then you you know if you think about jesus is going from town to town uh he would probably be aware people would be aware hey where can i go out and speak and so i can totally see that happening that would be that's, yeah that's really cool you, so. you can't get yeah you can't scream that loud he didn't have a wireless headset microphone on his head yeah i don't imagine jesus wearing the uh so okay. he's having this big thing. People are some people may have heard him teach before. Some people may have like through rumor or word of mouth been like, "All right, we're gonna see what this is about." So he's really hitting a lot of important stuff at this sermon on the mount. You're making your big stand. You're gonna play your best songs. You're gonna have all the most important things that define yeah. you as you know what your ministry is so yeah we talked about the beatitudes that's like the woes and there's also like the do's and the don'ts woe to you blessed are you different right. things like that he has a few other topics about giving to the needy so one of his very first things he's talking about how important it is to to give and be generous to other people yeah and as he's closing things out he finally gets to this point where he's talking about prayer and unless you, have, I'm gonna read the scripture unless yeah. you have anything else you wanted to go. Yeah. Do. So he goes on to start talking about prayer, and he says, "When and when you pray." This is verse five in Matthew chapter six. The red letters. Red letters. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. I met some of those. You met some of those in your life. Yeah, the people that are that are 
and I think we all kind of do it. We all kind of play the church, the church game in front of other church people. Yeah, even you me. Know, when the I'm going to be the loudest singer. I'm going to be the loudest prayer. I'm going to be the loudest. I'm always going to have the the positive attitude, like like just giving <laughs> off the image, like uh, you know, God's totally on. You know, I'm 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 so full of God and I'm on God all the time. Yeah. You know, just like come on, man. I'm a youth leader. I'm an elder. I have all these important things at church. If the ball comes to me and it's my turn to pray, it better be good. I mean, that's my chance to right. let people know I got to know what I'm doing. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't want to give off this whole, like, I'm an awesome Christian, and then you give off a crappy prayer. You yeah, know? thank you, Jesus, for... Um, <laughs> but sometimes the best prayer, you know, like, before we eat dinner is, you know, we normally say the, the, the classic Lutheran prayer, but yeah. table prayer, but... Uh, you know, sometimes the best one is Father, Son, Holy Ghost. The one who eats the fastest gets the most. <laughs> so, you know. You know what? we That's truth right there. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that is from God. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we all know those people who sometimes you're like, who is this for? We, we got places to go. Our church meeting, our youth group got over 15 minutes ago. And you're still dragging this out. What is the benefit of this? Yeah, some yes. people just like to pray to hear themselves. And they beat a dead horse. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. And I think, and I think that's that's what this, you know, the hypocrites here. They they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners. They just like to be seen. I mean, just there's people mm-hmm. like that, you know. And we're like that sometimes, you know. I mean, let's not pretend we aren't. Sometimes somebody's having a serious conversation, and I've done this. And I think, and I, and I know I'm, I'm conversing with a, maybe a pastor. Maybe you're talking to a pastor. This is a perfect one. Talking to a pastor. And uh, we love our pastors, right? And, but we want to sound smart in front of our pastors. Like, we're good Christians and we're fine. And you know, you know that they're like, you know, I'm a person too. Can we just have a normal conversation about a movie or something else? You know, I once had that, but I've got too many friends who are pastors now, and you can only like have them see you as an idiot so many times before <laughs> like it's just, okay, I know that there's no pretenses anymore. So that's my recommendation: make an idiot of yourself in front of your pastor, and that just frees you up to just freeze it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, what I find interesting coming up here after that, you know, don't pray this way, Paul said, or sorry, we're in Matthew. I, oh, yeah, you're going used from, to yeah, This you're is used not to, Paul. Yeah, this, this is not Romans. This is we're in Matthew. Book of Matthew. Matthew is, is writing this. But he says, truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. And as I see it, and tell me if you feel the same way, that reward is, well, you look good in front of your friends and family. You wanted yeah. to look cool. You wanted to look super spiritual. Yeah. You got your reward. Good for you. They thought you were yeah. cool for a moment. Yeah, you got what you wanted, and you you blew an eternity of rewards on three seconds of praise from your, mm-hmm. from your uh, fellow churchgoers or fellow whatever. You know? Yeah. What is the reward from prayer? I mean, time with God. Clearly, we aren't praying for rewards, though, at all. That's almost funny to think about praying for a reward. I'm not yeah. praying so I can get a gold star on my chart. I'm just praying to, to spend time with my, that's with my the father. Re- but that's the reward, isn't it? I mean, yeah. to, to, to talk to God, to have that connection, and then to, to not have that connection because um, you're not focused on that, right? You, you Okay, well, you got your, your praise from men, but 
you just missed out on the better the better enjoyment of of conversing with God and what the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. I think there's been studies about prayer and the people that pray or in people that talk to God and people that have certain spiritual disciplines or practices. Um, there are certain psychological benefits to it. Oh yes, yeah. absolutely. And I think you would probably lose some of those just natural benefits that happen that God's created, by the way, which is amazing. Another proof of God in nature, you know. Um, there's, there's, uh, you would lose some of that if you were aware and trying to be aware of everybody and everybody else and every other thing going on around you. Mm-hmm. Here's a really dumb thing that I still remember from my high school days. I remember a pastor once telling me. Have a personal name for God. Like, you know, sometimes the thing that gets you really caught up and throws you off your game with prayer is, oh, dear Lord, my Savior, Jesus Christ, who, like, don't try to, like, make these fancy, flowery words. They said, give God a nickname, as funny as that sounds. So me, high school Ryan, you know, late 90s Ryan, I called God Big Papa G. Big Papa G. Big Papa G. So when I was praying, I'd be like, hey, Big Papa G. Yeah, but it's sort of like, G. it made it in a weird way personal to me. I was talking to him that like took the pretense away from the very get-go. I don't think I was making it silly or joking in my prayers, but it made it personal. It reminded me that this is like my buddies. This is my friend. This is my true friend. The only friend I have that loves me. Well, that's, that's I like I like what they're saying. Um, it's interesting. I don't want to jump ahead on the prayer, but maybe, maybe that kind of touches on this because how often did you hear God referred to as father in the old Testament? Oh, now you're going to do an old Testament, like trivia challenge. I'm I'm not going to zero. I'm pretty sure it's pretty limited. Um, Jesus does this. He starts referring to God as the Father. And of course, people say, well, yeah, he's the Son of God. Oh, my dear friends, you're missing the bigger point. Because Jesus is calling God the Father because he is our Father. He's not just Jesus' Father. He's our Father. He's this, he is the creator to, like a Father. He is like a Father. We are his family. He's, we're, we're his sons and daughters and and he is our creator. And so when he prays, our father, he's saying, not my father, he's saying, our father who are in heaven. You know, that's where we come from. I mean, God has created us. He's our creator. But just like a father, I'm just going to, we can go back and forth here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can. But just like a father, and this is why this scripture is important, just like a father, this is this is God's vision. This is God's plan, right? Is that we would see him as our father. And just like any father, a father cares for his children, right? A father disciplines his children. Uh, but a father disciplines his children for not for destruction, disciplines his children because he loves his children and he wants them to have a blessed fruitful fulfilling life and that's what a father does and so god will discipline us often when we're not walking right when we're walking astray when we're doing wrong 
you know, God doesn't discipline us because he's, oh, I'm so mad at you and I'm just going to send you to hell. That's not God's goal. God's goal is not to send people to hell. God's goal is to discipline, to, to try to correct and get the behavior this way, you know, to get you to see that you need Christ. You know, he wants to create a, a, a community and, and bring us into his family, to bring us in his fold and then have us see each other. When we say we're brothers and sisters in Christ, that that's literally what we are. We're brothers and sisters. God is our father. Ryan is my brother, not just because he's my brother-in-law. He's like, Ryan is more of a brother to me in Christ than he is a brother. We're double brothers. We're double brothers. Yeah. I feel like I should be a comment. <laughs> Man, I'm going to talk. No, I'm not going to pass back this because you were giving God a voice there for a moment. And, John, the voice you gave God was that of an old-timey gold prospector. Well, I'm God. I'm going to the <laughs> There's God in them hills. Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. We don't do impersonations here. That's why we didn't start an impersonation podcast. <laughs> but for some reason, I decided to do it anyways. Well, I think we're so close. I want to just run through a yep. little bit. I think yeah. we're actually ready to talk about the Lord's Prayer. But a few things, and you've probably heard it talked about before, so we won't, uh, once again, beat that horse. But um, he tells you, here's how you do it. Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. No, you don't have to. He's not saying go into a closet. The only pr place you can pray is in a closet. He's saying don't do it just in front of people. Don't do it just to be a spectacle. Yes, and if you have troubles with it, yeah, maybe you need to go there. Maybe that's the place, a quiet place is the only place you can truly focus. Maybe you need to be aware of that, but he's not saying that's the only way to pray. And then he goes on and uh, we might have a hard time with this and when you pray do not keep babbling like pagans because they think they will be heard because of their many words and we're babblers john so that kind of just got me there for a moment but i'm not a babbler in prayer no 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 let's get this done. <laughs> just babblers in life babblers i'm just a babbler in general. In life, yeah but yeah don't keep you can be to the point the length of your prayer does not make it a better prayer. God is not impressed by 15 minutes over two minutes. Yeah, uh, Paul talks about, um, man, I can't remember, um, but he talks about that the Spirit intercedes. Is it in Romans? Oh, my God. Uh, the Spirit intercedes for us. Corinthians. When we, when, when we, no, it's Corinthians. Yeah. And the Spirit intercedes for us when we when we don't know what to pray, and and we end up praying "Abba, Father," which is literally translated "Father, Father." Um, and that's two words. You know, God knows what we're saying, and it, when it's as simple as, you know, we're going through a tough time, a tough patch, something's happening. We're just, and all we say is God, and. And that God knows exactly what you're saying. And you don't have to come up with nine billion words so that God will hear you. But some people know how to, they do have the words. Mm -hmm. And that's fine too, you know. But if you're like, if you think God's going to hear you based on the amount of words that come out of your mouth, then you really, you're probably just talking to yourself. You're not talking to God. 
Agreed. So yeah, don't babble. Get to the point. Yeah. And uh, and when it comes to it in verse 8, under Matthew Matthew 6, verse 8, says, Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask. And it's not saying don't spend time with God. Like, he know what's the point of praying? Because God knows what my prayers are. Still spend time. But there's no point in babbling. It's not like you're going to forget something and it's not going to be covered by God because you didn't say it right, right or mention it right. God knows what you need. The reason you're praying in the end is to spend time with God. You're talking with God as a father and as a friend. And ultimately, as it leads in from that, um, it's it's uh, it leads into the Lord's Prayer here, and it's saying these are kind of the things that like you need to be hitting on in your prayer. Um, and so it goes into our Father who art in heaven hallowed be your name um god's our father he's the creator it's it's this wrecking it's praising god for it's this beginning point whether you use these words which i think are the best words because jesus said them or other words that you can are have creative license to do and god is completely fine with that but the acknowledgement of what god has done in life what god has done in your life you know psalms are full of that you know remember what god has done Hallowed be your name. You know, your name is sacred. You are holy. You are the creator God. You, We are sustained by you. All of life is sustained by you. You set the, the cosmos in motion and created the laws of the universe. You are God. Right? And I think it's incredibly important. And John, before I say this point, I think we're going to have to do two parts of the Lord's Prayer. I know. I know. It's coming. But <laughs> that's what just said dawning on me as I look at the time ticking. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good to end on this lesson both in prayer and in life that this starts with praising God. Yes. We go into a lot. There's asking for things. There's praying for things. But the first thing this prayer starts with, and I think our lives should start with is praising Praising God God. before we start thinking about us and what we need we always should start Mm. from a perspective of thankfulness and praise because because you don't really know what you need until you're centered on God yeah because and that's where it starts if you're if you're not if you're not starting from a place of of God's my sustainer and my provider praise you for that then you're going to be praying for things that you that you want, but maybe God says you don't need that, you know. But I want it, yeah. But yeah. you don't need it. But when you start from a place of I'm praising you, God, because you're the one that sees all things, that knows all things. You alone are are the all-seeing one, the all-knowing one. You alone, Heavenly Father, are the Creator, the ones that can. The one that can make water come out of a rock and raise the dead to life. You alone can do that, God. Lord. And then a request would come out of that. Yeah. That it would be centered in who God is and what God wants, not what I want. Well, yeah. That's an important thing to remember, not just as in a future installment of this we discuss more about it, but we don't control God. 
I know that sounds very obvious, but sometimes when we pray, I think we forget about that. We are not controlling God like, did you ever watch Power Rangers growing yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. You know when the Green Ranger would play his flute and then suddenly the like Megazord would come to his rescue? Yeah. Prayer is not our flute. We don't like call God to us yeah. through our prayers. There's no magical incantations. Yeah. He's not like just waiting for us to say... Dear Lord, I need a little help in life before he's ready to help us. He's not waiting, yeah. for that, waiting for that incantation or something to happen. So I think that's a very important thing of why we, we started that way is realizing it's not about us. It's about... And, and, and you're making an important point there, too. Like There's, a, there's a something you're saying there that I think is really important. And it's, it's, not, this, it's not the magical flute, mm-hmm. right? But it's also this thing that like when God's saying pray like this, when Jesus says then you should pray like this, and praising God first, it's not that the praising of God is a magical incantation to make God start listening. Like you're kissing God's butt and then he's like, oh. It's not for God. Yeah. It's for us. It's getting our heart right by acknowledging God first. It's getting our heart right, our mind right, our spirit right, when we're praising God first, putting him first in that prayer. It's what it does for us. God's always there. He's always listening, you know, so there's no special power in that. God's there. He hears us. But what it's doing to you as the person praying, starting with that praise is the thing, the change that's happening. Because from that, the rest of this stuff that we're going to get into in the next episode, it, it all makes sense at that point. Yeah, right? absolutely. We are laying a foundation. We are laying something firm for us to build on. And the only firm thing is forgetting about us and our needs and focusing on the creator who made us and loves us. Yep. Yep. Well, if you, uh, I hope you tune in next time because uh, we're going to talk more about this and the Lord's Prayer. And then after that episode, hopefully we get through all the Lord's Prayer. And then we'll pick up on Romans a little bit again. Maybe not. I don't know. What are we doing? Do we know? Do we know uh, a know, set list? In a perfect world, we would have one day of the week for Romans or for these deep, like, scripture read-throughs. And then another day of the week when we can release. That's two a week, John. That would be awesome. But right now, who knows? Believe it or not, until we uh, we get a lot more Patreon people, we still work daily jobs. So we're yes. doing a lot of this yes. in between uh, working yes. hard in our daily lives. So yeah. we say now that that's the dream. But the one thing you can rely on is this Friday, you're going to get something new from us. Yes. Yes, every Friday you'll get something new from us. If you like what you're hearing, please uh, support us on Patreon. We need your support, uh, and we would love to get to the point where we can just put out podcasts all the time for you guys. Mm-hmm. Love talking about the Bible, and we want to encourage you to talk about the Bible with your friends and your family as well. Just enjoy it because God gave us this amazing his amazing word and it's it's fun to talk about i mean you once you once you try the the milk of god you're just like man i'm not going back to the other garbage in the world that one's meat and don't let it in here don't just listen take 
this conversation and continue it. We are just starting the conversation here. Yeah. Talk back to us. Take the things we have said. Bring it to your friends, to your pastors, to people in your life and say, you know, I heard this thing the other day. What do you think about this? Yeah. Um, we're building a community because community is everything, especially in our faith. Absolutely. Remember to email us at Grains and Grace Podcasts at Outlook.com or you can talk to us on Facebook. Check out our episodes. And until then, this is Grains and Grace Podcast. I'm John. I'm Ryan. Bye. Bye.